Welcome to Cambridgeshire Conversation. In this conversation, we talk about politics. My older brother, when he was young, decided that he wanted to involve himself in politics. Having left-wing views, he joined the Cambridge Labour Party. Being very enthusiastic activist living in East Cheston, he went out and helped with liberating and canvassing. In 1997, he himself wanted to stand for election in the forthcoming county council elections. He was selected for the East Cheston Ward, standing against the strong incumbent, Joe Nunes. My older brother won. Who is my older brother? My older brother is Timothy O'Dell. And on this podcast, I do apologise for the sound quality. Right. The first question is, at the age of 18, did you go into politics as a, a career... Or did you actually uh, go into politics because you felt it was, it was something of value to your yourself? Um, I th- felt it was of value to myself. I didn't go in as a career. It wasn't something that I thought I was going to have for a lifelong... Um, I, it wasn't something that I thought I'd work for, as a, like a, a, a job. So um, I um, so it was a it was a it was something I felt of value to myself. Right. Did you um, when you felt did you get any support? Uh, obviously, you <laughs> when we both um, when we were both uh, living living in the house. Obviously, you didn't have any tendency for politics. But when you left home, you did. Um, did you get any support from our parents? Um, well, I said they support. I, I, I think they supported my decisions. They they, they supported us in the. You know, they they, they weren't anti label. They weren't anti what we were doing. I think they supported us in the in the in the sense that they are. Uh, you know, they they they. they Want us to have our independence and, and, and want us to think for ourselves. Yes. Uh, so it, it, it wasn't support as in like, you know, we'll, we'll be behind you all the way. It was just support as in, um, you know, we're happy for you to do you, your thing and that um, you, we'll always be on your side. Um, obviously, when you became uh, a candidate, when you um, when you became a candidate. You obviously um, uh, got support from your comrades, um, but when you got elected, <laughs> did, um, did did your comrades then keep on com- um, supporting you throughout your political um, office? Yes, because yeah. I was I was elected as the councillor for East Chesterton, um, so from '97 till 2001, and at that time. When I was elected, I was actually a member of the East Chesterton Labour Party, um, and obviously, so there was the the, the grassroots um, members who supported me and helped me get elected, um, and they were still friends and colleagues 
um, even when I was a, a sitting councillor, including some of the city councillors, or the city councillor for East Chesterton. Um, so, yeah, they were, they were still supportive of me, yeah. When you actually, um, uh, before you're doing the election campaign, you obviously, it was a general election in 97, did you um, get any support from the parliamentary candidate at that time that was Anne Campbell? Yes, um, Anne Campbell was definitely on my side. She was, um, she'd helped come and canvass um, my area. I think she did for most people. She, she canvassed, you know, we, we, each councillor, each candidate, each Labour Party candidate would, um, would council of their own area. But then there'd be occasions when Anne Campbell would come and um, help canvass. So she canvassed um, as well as us. So she might do like a day in one area and a day in another area. and So she, she covered the whole constituency. Whereas we were doing our own areas, she'd cover um, like one bit one day and one bit another sort of thing. Does that make sense? But yes, I did get a, a support from her. Once elected, did your employers support you or did they um, not support you? Yeah, they, yeah, they supported me. Cause at, the moment, at the time, I was a postman working for Royal Mail um, and they... So they, they gave me time off for council, um, well, council meetings for, um, I had quite a bit of time off, I think, for like, for various council um, matters for council work. So yes, I did, I, they did support me because they gave me time off for, for what I needed to do. Um, who actually encouraged you actually to join the Labour Party? Was it people at work, or was it from outside, or just a willingness to join the Labour Party? Um, so, um, sorry, can you repeat that? Um, what made you join the Labour Party? Was it people within work, or was it people all, uh, outside work, or was it people that, were, that just wanted to join it? Um, I think it was, I just wanted to join it. It wasn't any particular. I think at the time there was a, a, a this big thing about because um, Tony Blair was changing the Labour Party at the time. There was the the, the move away from the national the the um, manifesto that we would national that the Labour Party would nationalise everything nationally. If that makes sense. Um, They've, um, so there was that move away that was clause four, I think, at the time, and there was there was a, a movement of like old guard Labour um, people who didn't want it to happen, and like I was one of the ones who thought that they were going in the wrong direction, they were going too central. Um, so I joined the Labour Party because I thought that it's better to change it, or even you know, even set up resistance. It's better being inside, working on the inside, than it is on the outside. And I felt that the Labour Party was getting too, going too far towards the centre rather than being left-wing. So I was more of a left-winger than... But, I mean, it, it, it didn't work out like that, but that that was my plan. So I, I probably... I, there probably were outside influences. There were the people I knew who were very left-wing, 
and I've always been left wing so it was it was something that I felt was important to me well um, obviously when you joined the Labour Party you obviously joined the union um, uh, did they support you I'm obviously support, trying to support you I suppose um, yeah the union did support me. I was, I've been a member of the union since um, since long before we, I joined the Labour Party so I've always been in the union or in a union and um, yeah the union would always support me because they thought that at the time I was in the CWU which was a left wing union so they would have been on my side completely Developing, um, I mean, while you was a councillor, you um, must have, um, it, it was one of those things that, um, I mean, everybody should have supported, really. Did you, as a councillor, um, feel very tired after meetings, and therefore, because you left in 2001 with the next election, was that a, was it because of stress, or because of the time meetings, or whatever? No, it's because of my family circumstances had changed. I got married, and we'd moved away, so I didn't live in East Chesterton anymore. Um, and the time involved in being a councillor was quite all-consuming. Um, and because I was married a fellow councillor, um, it was a case that neither of us really could devote the time we needed to devote to it, which is why I then stepped down. Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's really a good, um, you know, a simplest thing. Um, I mean, time pressure is also one of those things for um, family. I mean, did it impact on family time as well? Your, yeah. You know, being a counsellor. It does impact on family time because, um, I mean, you, you think you go to various meetings each month and you're going to um, subcommittee meetings which you're probably only in meetings um, you probably only spend about maybe 5-10 hours a week in meetings but then you've got paperwork to do um, so you get you probably get at least 4 or 5 documents a day that you have to read through on various matters you get phone calls from constituents and um, constituents and like um, another part members of the party or local uh, local activists. There's all sorts of stuff that goes on around uh, being a councillor that um, you get involved in. And I mean, there was one thing. Um, there's no, there was one point at which um, there was an issue in my constituency that I didn't know about. It was on the is a massive issue because they were going to close down an old people's home and it was on the radio and it was a it was big news I hadn't heard it and it was in my constituency so I got this phone call saying you need to deal with it so I had to go and meet with them and deal um, and deal with the whole issue that was like a massive thing at the time um, and then not only that I got also asked to go over to um, Abraham, there was an issue going on there with something that I, I was involved in because I think it was something to do with the highways and transport so I had to go and meet with all the residents of Abraham to like discuss this issue that was going on there because I was on that on that committee and um, so there's other stuff that goes on outside you, you're probably you're, both, you're probably spending as nearly as long being a councillor 
as you are being at work. So obviously, it doubles your working week. So you'll um, you end up you do get quite burnt out, and it does impact on all on on everything, your whole life basically. I think it does include um, family life as well. Yeah. Um, at present, you, you've moved away from Cambridge, um, and you now live in Newcastle. Uh, you do work for the NHS. Do people actually, um, well, they're obviously going to talk about at work. Do you, are you involved in discussion? Are you involved in a union there? Um, obviously, obviously, a bit left wing, so <laughs> you, try, you try and be, um, are you trying to be apolitical rather than be political? Um, I do. Well, I talk, we do talk about. I'm not. I'm not involved in the Labour Party anymore. Um, but obviously, working for the NHS, no one, no one likes the Tories. <laughs> so we're. Um, we do talk. I'm not. I'm not heavily involved. But if we do talk politics, most of us are. Well, most of us are union members, and most of us disagree with the way the government treat the NHS because obviously well I believe and a lot of us believe that the, the the Tory party have tried to run the NHS down over well since they were formed basically we, we don't believe the NHS is well we don't believe that the Tory party is um, of a support of the NHS but they know they can't get rid of it completely because there'd be uproar and they wouldn't get, ever get elected again um, so we know that they they don't support the NHS, and they do anything they could to undermine it, but they can't get rid of it completely. And I think the latest, the pandemic for the last two years has, like, proved that if they ever try and get rid of the NHS, they'd they, they, they destroy any chance of getting re-elected for a long time to come. Do you... Um, in, um, do you uh, obviously, you know, many people, many patients come along and say, oh, thing. do you ever talk to them about politics or do you just try and, try and stay sort of apolitical again or are you, um, are you trying to avoid the, you know, discussion? I live in the northeast. This is like Labour stronghold, so I don't need to hide my feelings. It's, um, it's very much, if any... There wouldn't, there's no Tories up here. There's no Tory councillors, um, I don't think, in Newcastle. Um, certainly not in any of the, in the city or any of the surrounding areas. Um, there might be in the rural areas in Northumberland, but I don't think so. But it's very much a, a Labour stronghold. So um, most of the people who live here are Labour supporters. The only time we might get someone who disagrees with Labour politics is because of the because it's a big hospital I work at, we get a lot of people from um, the Lake District, so we get a lot of people from the North West. Um, and they may be a bit more right-leaning, but the um, majority of people I deal with are, are, right, are left-wing, so they agree with my politics, so I don't need to hide it. With current politics as they are, I have to ask you, um, in a, you know, we... We um, are in sort of very difficult times with Her Majesty's government. Uh, do you feel that um, the government is a strong government, or is it a quite a weak government, or do you feel that it's um, 
something really a neutral government. What do you feel as though your feelings about the government at present? I think the rubbish. <laughs> I think that <laughs> that's a quite a very sort of short answer. But <laughs> uh, it's I'll, I'll try and elaborate. I don't. I just think. I know certain, well, certainly my wife um, believes that Boris Johnson was actually doing quite a job, good job in the beginning because he had to lead and it was a difficult situation from the pandemic. Um, and, but I think he's lost his way. We, we all think he's lost his way. He's just bumbling along. Um, and I just think they, that they really don't know what they're doing. Although I, I think the, um, the opposition are, um, doing a great job either to be honest I mean we, you, you see sound bites from Keir Starmer but none I know they're called the opposition because they, they tend to pull in the opposite direction but there, there, there must be some sort of mutual ground where they can actually build to try and bring us through this difficult situation and none of them seem, seem to be able to do that no, um, it's, for me it's also a very difficult situation um, so I mean, uh, obviously, policy down here is a lot different to up there. Uh, do you feel that the government is reaching out to you, or do you feel that the government is not really ignoring the north north of England? I think, historically, the government's always ignored the, the, the north-east. Um, it's, I think they still are, because there was this big sound by a year or two back about um, the high-speed trains coming to the Newcastle area and HS2 and we were all going to get all this infrastructure and jobs and it was going to be great for the for the whole area and then they've just cut back on it and just basically ignored us um, and historically that's why it's such a, a left-wing area why it's such a good labour area because the um, the government have ignored the northeast. It tends to be, because the government's based in London, they tend to be um, southern-centric. So they're, they're not, I think, this, this area of the country, and you don't really see it until you move here, it, it gets ignored, and it doesn't get the input that it does down south. Newcastle are probably not so bad, but other areas around it just don't get the infrastructure. There's no jobs. All the mines have been shut. Um, there's no, obviously... We're trying to move away from fossil fuels, so it would have happened anyway. Um, but the way they did it, they've just cut everybody off. There's no work, um, or very little work. There's more now than there used to be because businesses like Amazon and Nissan have like, brought stuff work to the to the area, but there's still quite a high unemployment rate. Um, there's a lot of the areas are quite run down because of the fact that there's just been no input. Um, Walls End, where I live, used to be a big ship shipping area. Um, in the 50s, 60s, and probably even the 70s, they used to build ships on the on the, on the the Tyne here. Um, and there was massive, like, um, employment in the in the shipping industry. But since that went, that's, that, that all declined. And Walls End, in, in areas, Walls End's quite a very run-down and deprived area. They're, they're putting more input into it now because there's where the shipping area industry used to be. They're um, 
they've created, um, they've, they've got a big contract for building wind farms, offshore wind farms. Um, so you'll see in the summer outside our house, out the back, out the back of where I live, you'll see the wind turbines being built to go out to sea um, because there's a big contract. So that's bringing some industry back, but for a long time it's definitely been left to go to rack and ruin. So I don't think the government's done a very good job up here at all, to be honest. Do you feel, um, I mean, there is another issue that everybody knows about, and that's Brexit. Do you feel Brexit is benefiting the North, or it hasn't reached the North, or it's really pummeling the North, if you understand, if you can? Um, to be honest, I think a, a lot of the people up here supported Brexit, um, because I think I just feel so removed, far removed from like the, the South that it's. Don't think they thought it made much difference. To them. I don't. I, it, it's probably the South were more pro Europe than the North was. So it seems it's the opposite to what is like the government is. But um, I don't think it's made much difference to be honest. Certainly, I mean, there's supply issues at the moment, which I think are partly due to Brexit, but partly due to COVID as well. Um, so, you know, we, we, we won't, our shops will be empty a lot of the time, but um, it's, I, I don't think Brexit's benefited the North at all. I don't think it's made much difference up here, to be honest, at the moment. You mentioned that you left the Labour Party. Um, uh, I mean, we're all getting older, we're all looking at the future. Um, do you think in the future you will come back into politics, or do you, do you feel both that you need to um, keep away from politics? Um, I doubt that I'll come back into politics. I, I think my life's moved on. Um, whereas I used to be an. Uh, a, a political animal. I probably still am. I still believe in in left wing politics, and I believe in the rights of um, the lab, you know, the labourers and the, the what used to be called the working class. I'm not sure that that's the correct term now, but what used to be called the working class. But um, you know, my life's moved on. I'm I'm looking towards retiring and just being able to enjoy um, our life as a uh, two OAPs <laughs> I'm, I'm not likely to come back into politics I don't think and so I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast if you did then please click follow to be notified of further shows goodbye was produced by Streamstrike Media Broadcasting for and on behalf of Fallowfields Media Communication.